Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on February 7th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. And of course, with us because of our great partnership with SouthBayByJackie.com, and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? I am, I am proud to say I'm back in the land of the living, technically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good Ye morning. old computer uh, problem. Yes. <laughs> hey, Kelly. Uh, good morning and a very, very happy Friday to everybody. And I'm so happy that... Jackie is feeling like she's got all of her, uh, her the tech um, gremlins, you know, are gone for the day. I can't even tell yeah. you how happy I was when they called me yesterday <laughs> and said, come and pick up your laptop. It was like I was through the moon, and fortunately, they said it was a, quote, known issue, unquote, which I'm always happy mm. to hear. Known, known issues are okay, and it was mm. something really simple. My computer went into hibernation, and it never came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be I'd good. Like to so do yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> All is well in my world. So uh what's going on? What's going on in the chamber world, uh, Kelly? The chamber world is always alive and kicking and well. Um never a dull moment as I always say. Uh yesterday we had our annual tax seminar with Sylvia Gayed, um, who's the owner of Manhattan Tax and Accounting. And we're going to have her on the show in a few weeks. Um, so I don't want to spill mm. all the tax beans that she will share with us. But one thing that I think it, it applies I everybody, and I, I venture to say probably 99% of people are not going to know, is this is the first year that your tax return, if you so choose to still send it via snail mail and mail it in, uh, this is the first year that it has to arrive 
to the Franchise Tax Board or the IRS by April 15th. It, uh, you can no longer post market on Really? I was really? like, stop the bus. Everybody needs to know that. So that will be probably all over our newsletter next week, and we'll do a bunch of – there were several little updates, but that one, I mean, I, I got my glasses on, and I focused, and I'm like, holy cow, that's a big one, because I, I venture to say there's going to be a lot of people who do not know that. I didn't, so – you, you know, I know I didn't I didn't know it either. And that is a big deal, because as we all know, you know, and with me these days, it's mostly like birthday cards I send, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. they get there in two days. Other times it takes over a week. Yeah. So you got to you got to get I would I would I would mail those out no later than 10 days before the 15th, no later than April 5th. <laughs> Or pay for the um, mm-hmm. whatever priority mail, direct mail, you know, or two right, day, or whatever, right. like, 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 like a defined, you know, yeah. uh, timeline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. And I haven't heard anybody talk about that uh, up until yesterday when Sylvia mentioned it. So we're going to have Sylvia on in uh, about two or three weeks, but uh, that is something that everybody kind of needs to put, make that calendar reminder, you know, at least a week earlier, right? Because it's going to zap people and you can potentially be um, penalized, I guess, you know, if they're late. So, you know, I wonder why they're doing that. You know, it sounds to me like they're looking to make more money of us in late late fees and penalties. (laughs) Well, I can't imagine another reason. I cannot imagine (laughs) another reason for them doing that. That's, that's, that's tough. That's tough. Well, do you have any any good, do you have any good news for us, Kelly? <laughs> I do. I always have good news. So um, I was fortunate enough to go to Love and Salt on Monday. Uh, what a, a very fun, caloric way to start my week. Um, Love and Salt mm-hmm. is uh, doing kind of a guest chef series. And the first guest chef on their list was Nancy Silverton. Um, you know, she's Pizzeria Moza. She's oh, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. And Nancy is fantastic. Um, quite a fun, lovely person, but just, uh, you know, amazing chef. And I don't even think that that's not even fitting enough. But uh, they had two nights, Monday and Tuesday night. They were sold out almost immediately on both nights. And it was a collaboration between, uh, of course, the Love and Salt team and their executive chef, uh, Chris Feldmeyer, and Nancy and all the staff. And the food was off the charts. It was a four-course meal, and you had to choose, you know, one item from each course. And you could, you could, you know, uh, choose the wine pairing that they suggested to go with it. That was optional. Uh, and then in which case, you got a different glass of wine that, you know, they felt complimented each course. But trying to choose the one item from each section was difficult. And I went with one guest. Had I gone with like a table of four, it would have been even better because then we all could have had something and sampled everybody's, you know, Mm. Uh, two, Mm -hmm. two was not bad, but man, oh man, was the food just off the charts. It was like, you know, a party for the taste buds all night, all night long and ending in this little butterscotch, you know, uh, pop de creme that had like just the right amount of sea salt on it, and the cream was fresh. Oh, oh, oh Jackie! Oh, oh my God! Oh. Oh. I'm hungry. Rolled, I'm hungry. I rolled out of there <laughs> on a Monday night, going, "Oh boy, okay, better pull out all the straight dresses for the week, and you know, not the pants, because uh, my stomach was." <laughs> 
if I went in hungry, I, oh my gosh, it was just uh, perfectly delicious. And, you know, I can't even say nothing. So it's super fun. You know, it's, yeah, I try to get out of the hood and go up to LA and, and do fun things, but uh, not enough. And I don't think a lot of people do. So to have, you know, Nancy come down and, um, you know, share her love uh, for cooking with uh, Manhattan Beach was just just a lot of fun. And it was kind of like, you know, all the foodies, I, I don't want to say the who's who, but it's like it was like old school week is, is a better word. Like you saw these people you know, and, you know, like the moms that you remember from doing this and this cooking class with were there. And it was just super fun, um, a, a lot, a lot of fun. I do not know yet who their next guest chef is going to be, um, but we will get ahead of that this time and um, try to get the word out so um, more people have a chance to, you know, reserve a table. Because it, it was extraordinary and delicious and just one of those things where you're just so happy to be there. So there's my, um, my, my fun, lovely, good stuff for the week. Uh, and, and it was delicious. I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> Nancy <laughs> well, Sil- yeah, Silverton. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you. Well, and by the way, she's got a book coming out in um, – uh, two or three months, and I know Pages is going to try to be doing something with her, um, you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll try to give you a heads up um, when I hear more, um, Jackie. Okay. And of course, our Sounds listeners, not, not just you, but everybody else too. Um, well, so yeah, you know, you know what the issue is with that is, you know, everybody has their own mailing list, and I'm sure the people on the Love and Salt mailing list get that information first, and everybody runs to their phone to make a reservation it's it's tough you know those get those guest chef dinners are so popular it's it's it, you gotta you gotta act fast mm-hmm. well, you, well you do and you know and then everybody starts texting their best friend right mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. you know are you available you know, but uh sylvie uh stopped by the table sylvie gabrielle is you know, Guy's daughter and um she runs you know the entire um group restaurant group and lovely and she was chatting us up and she was like you know it's it's pretty much booked up Faster than she could hit the Eventbrite, you know, submit. Yeah. Um, and she had uh, previ- had blocked out some times because they they wanted to make sure their VIP and their family and, and their very close friends could you know could get a table. So she had blocked out a few times here and there. But she goes for the most part. She goes it was almost as fast as I could hit you know whatever publish on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. It pretty much booked up. So yeah. Um, you know, all good. Anyway, so uh, speaking of Love and Salt, which is the name of their lovely restaurant, uh, Valentine's Day is just a week away. Mm. Mm-hmm. That snuck up <laughs> on know. us. That, that <laughs> snuck up on us. Some, some people totally groan. Others are like, yay. Others are like, oh, no, you know. Um, do you cel- How do you celebrate Valentine's Day, Jackie and Joe? Joe, do you want to go first? <clears throat> sure. Um, well, you know, we're working um, really hard. My wife is a, is a, a teacher's aide, and, and I'm out looking for work and or doing work for consultants, clients. So it's usually dinner and a movie. Huh. That's how we do it. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, Valentine's Day was never a thing for us. We 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 ne- I, I think maybe when we were younger we made a bigger deal out of it getting dressed up and going out to dinner and stuff but um you know the last few years we we have friends that throw a valentine's day party 
Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. you know they have, we dance and 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 there's food and there's drinks and and the hostess Melissa is she's great she does all these fun little things you know she takes the, she has this cute little Polaroid she takes pictures and she has the markers she yeah. you know draw a heart around you know so so and it's you know it's it's in our neighborhood and it's so it's very convenient and you know a bunch of friends and so so that's what we're doing next Friday night nice mm-hmm. nice well I celebrate okay. my my oldest son. My oldest son was born on Valentine's Day. So That's my right. Valentine's oh. Yep, my Valentine's Day was, you know, forever changed at 4.32 a.m., but he was counting. <laughs> uh, 23 years ago with a nine-pound baby. Um, so it, uh, you know, redefines how you look at Valentine's Day when probably the best gift ever. Anyways, um, right, I do want right. to encourage yeah, I want to encourage people to make those reservations because all the restaurants, it's, I, uh, it's pretty much overall the, the busiest night in the restaurant world. So make those reservations mm. now if you haven't already. Um, grab that perfect mm-hmm. table for those of you who like to go out. Most restaurants will kind of you, know, you kind of celebrate all weekend long for the people who don't go out on Friday. They go out on Saturday, whatever. So don't assume because you're not going on Friday that Saturday you can get in. So I really encourage people, if you have that favorite restaurant mm-hmm. or a new restaurant that you want to try that you feel is romantic or has that perfect ocean view like the Strand House, um, <laughs> then make those reservations mm-hmm. way, way in advance. Um, Yes. So that, that's my tip of the day. And then the only thing we really have going on this weekend, it's another big weekend. Um, Oscars coming up. Yes. Oscars. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because yeah, last my... weekend you were like, Jackie, it's, it's a big weekend, Kelly. And I'm like, yeah. it is? And, <laughs> it is? And, and I'm a football fan. Okay. But, you know, I was so into all the Kobe. I mean, it was such a crazy weekend. I'm like, what's going on? That was pretty funny, actually. Um, yeah. And we haven't even yeah. talked about that. I mean, I don't want to waste more time. But um, uh, Shane well, Hotel, I, I, Manhattan Beach, is having an Oscar party. I just want to mention that real quick. Um, for $25, you can get into their Oscar party, dress up, look like a movie star, do whatever, you know. And then for $50, entry fee, get you two drinks. But you can, you know, I encourage people to go down there, have fun. If you want to watch the Oscars on their big screens and have fun and dress up and have drinks and, and live like a celebrity, they're doing a little mini Oscar party at Shade Hotel. Oh, Manhattan. that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I, I, actually have a, I actually have a big weekend planned. I have a... Um, I'm playing in the uh, 900 Club Poker Tournament on Saturday. Oh, so I'm I know. Very excited. Very excited about yeah. that. I got to get my game face on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I played so well last year. I'm just I'm I'm so looking forward to it. So that's that's my that's the only thing on my calendar for tomorrow. So and then I'll well, recuperate on Sunday. Great. And that's a wonderful fundraiser for Next Step with our, our good friend, oh. Yanni Corey. So, um, oh, yeah. Super, yeah. Super, we want a full report next week on how you do, Jackie. All right. I will. I will. Uh, you'll, hear it, right. you'll hear it here. All right, Joe, yeah. shall we, uh, right. shall we uh, get, this, get, this, get this game going? <clears throat> Let's go. Jackie, who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning is Justin Randolph, owner of Yoga Loft a boutique yoga and wellness studio in downtown Manhattan Beach. Now, Justin was a resident of New York City for over 13 years before relocating to the South Bay two years ago with his husband. A seasoned and sought-after yoga teacher, thought leader, and Reiki master, Justin's passion is helping people improve their lives through mindfulness and yoga. He has worked with Google, the Spine Organization, the Prison Project, and continues to lead global wellness and yoga retreats. Justin was originally an actor and singer before wellness took over full-time. Now, this morning, 
We'll learn about the benefits of yoga and mindfulness and how it can affect you physically, emotionally, and psychologically. Welcome to the program, Justin. We're so glad you could join us this morning. I'm so happy to be here. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for so having me. So that's a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a lot. Of course. Uh, we, <laughs> well, what's a lot is yoga and Reiki. How do you pronounce that? It's Reiki, mm-hmm. Master? Reiki. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Reiki. Reiki. Yes. Yep. Tell us about that. What is the definition of a, a Reiki Master? Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a healing modality that actually sort of stems from Japan, and it's a hands-on therapy that is actually right now sort of really hitting the mainstream. People are using it in hospitals. Um, and it's a it's a hands-on healing modality that provides just wellness and and calm to the physical body to the emotional body. And um, somebody who's trained as a Reiki master has essentially received not to sound all hippy dippy, but hey, I'm yoga, so I'll just go there. But um, has received this hmm. this hmm. energy, this this attunement into this lineage based energy that um, provides healing and wholeness and wellness. And it's, it's actually a really uh, beautiful healing modality. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this used, is uh, yeah, this calming. <laughs> so, so we, we want to approach this first from a, like a history lesson and then mm-hmm. your, directly into your business. So mm-hmm. likewise, Justin, what is yoga? Oh, that is the question of the century. Um, you, you could ask <laughs> everybody, and you're going to get 300 different answers. But my my best uh, answer to what yoga is is yoga is a it's a union. It's a union of breath. It's a union of movement. It's a it's a union of the heart of the spirit, and um, mm-hmm. it, it really is, we know it here in the Western world as this, this physical practice where people put themselves in these crazy pretzel-like shapes and sweat and, and do all this crazy stuff. But mm-hmm. it's, it really is, um, it's a union. If you go to the deepest, deepest um, meaning of yoga, it means to yoke. It means to bind. And um, the intention is really to unify the mind, the body and the spirit basically. And we do that through putting ourselves in these crazy shapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I have it's to, something I that... have to, go ahead. Oh, Jackie, please. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to um, tell Justin my, my experience with yoga. All right. Um, I belong, I belong to a gym for years and years and, um, I had a girlfriend that I worked out with every morning, and we would try all the different classes and stuff. And boy, oh boy, I tried yoga. I tried all these different yoga classes for several years, and it was like I know something's not working when I start looking at the clock ten minutes into the class, you know. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then one day, I went to a, a, a different class, and mm-hmm. I met the yoga teacher of my dreams. I don't know what it was about it. She changed my life. She mm-hmm. changed my life. I mean, I I was wow. it was just an hour long class, 
and it was what you said. It was breathing and movement. And it, I'll tell you, Justin, it was the funniest thing. It wasn't like I was exerting myself, but I mm-hmm. was sweating like a longshoreman. You know, oh, yeah. I, 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 but it wasn't like, you know, running or it wasn't, you know, those other right. things that make you perspire. Just right. holding a post. And, 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 and the sweat was pouring off of me like I've never experienced before. <laughs> and let me tell you, after that class, I was so energized. Yeah. I was, I I love was so that. energized mentally, physically, just it worked for me. And then she left the studio. Oh, oh broke yeah. my heart. Yeah. Broke my heart. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It, it is. I mean, that was my experience too. I had, I had done yoga for a while and it was really, I got into it because it was really kind of the only, what I quote unquote exercise that I felt, you know, drawn to because I hated the gym. I hated lifting weights. I hated, I was not a good runner. I had injured my knees and, um, and it was one class. It was just like that. Like, like you described, I was sweating. It was one incredible teacher uh, in New York and, and it just changed my whole life. And, and that mm-hmm. was the moment that I, that I, I think I really got drawn in and I, I, I got hooked into it. So, yeah, I love that story. It's, it's, it's true. Teachers make a huge difference, you know, a good teacher. It's like anything you got to find what works yeah. for you. you know? And I know exactly. there's a whole bunch of different, there's a whole bunch of different types of yoga you know, hot yoga mm-hmm. and, it, you know, all these different yasa and everything. Kelly, Joe, do you guys, do either of you, have you ever done yoga? Do you do yoga? I I will jump in. So I, my very first experience with yoga was about 24 years ago. I had a, um, I had torn the meniscus in my knee walking down the streets of New York City, as long as we're talking about New York, and my heel had caught in one of those gr- grates in the sidewalk, you know, and oh just tore, ripped my meniscus. And uh, the orthopedic surgeon, who actually, ironically, is here in Manhattan Beach. Uh, at this time, I was living in Newport Beach, but um, he's still here. I was introduced to him. Um, uh, sent me to physical therapy and said, we are not going to do surgery on you. Um, mm. I had, a, I, yeah, we are going to, you know, make you go through physical therapy. So mm-hmm. for about a, a year, we're going to try that first. So about a year I went through just, just gnarly physical therapy, painful, you know, uh, and as they fixed one portion all of a sudden, my, I had a problem with my back. And then when that was fixed, all of a sudden, I had a problem with the other leg. And then all of a sudden, so after a year of, like, this domino effect in my body, um, I think I, at that point, I had my first child. And my doctor was mm-hmm. like, okay, you have a choice. You, you know, you can either continue to try to rehab this and, and you know, make it livable, um, or you can do surgery, but since you just had a baby, you're probably not going to heal right because you're probably not going to be able to do anything right. <laughs> and so it's mm. um, like, I recommend <clears throat> that you try yoga. And wow. I, was I love like, this doctor. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, I love this yeah. doctor. Yeah. He is actually, you know what, I should get him on. He, um, he, he ironically, is a chamber member um, 
was way before I took over the chamber. Um, but uh, and uh, even more ironically, this little bugger baby that I had that prevented me, uh, thank God, from having surgery, ended up going to school with his son. It's weird how life comes around 360. But he said, try some yoga. And so at the time, and Justin, you might even be too young to remember this, but I, um, I'm like, well, how am I going to get to a yoga studio? I didn't have a nanny or any of that stuff, you know. So I went out and with my old, you know, VHS um, tape, you know, tape whatever player with the TV, rented the Kathy <laughs> Smith yoga tape. Mm-hmm. You know, I rented one and rented. Do we even rent videos anymore? Uh, uh, like, like tape? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to Blockbuster. Okay, let's really do the throwback here. I went to Blockbuster and rented a Kathy Smith yoga tape and went home and did it. And it was like, so she was my instructor in a way. And I, it, I ended up buying a few of her tapes. And I did yoga at home because I couldn't get out to do it, you know, mm-hmm. with a uh, newborn baby and everything. Um, and forever, but I did it, you know, it was more um, stretching and keeping mm-hmm. the body fluid, you know, that it was a lot of strengthening yoga. And I, of course I did it at home, which is different than when you're in a class and the, and the instructor helps mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, with your posture properly. So that was my <clears throat> first experience with yoga, Kathy Smith. Well, you avoided surgery, okay. which is great. That, that, that's the best mm-hmm. part about it, Joe. Joe, have you ever tried it? Yeah. I, well, I, was following um i think her name is kathleen hickok half hatha yoga on pbs Mm -hmm. and so i did follow her for many years in chicago and uh that was part of my uh i was studying uh martial arts and doing yoga and uh, using uh pbs as my instructor wow well there what three wow really different Justin's, you know, scratching his head going, oh, boy, these guys are a project. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's it's still, you know, the, the home practice, people practicing at home, it, that whole industry is, is, has, you know, with, with online and, and, and streaming and stuff, it has grown tremendously, you know, and I think it's, I think it's, it's great. I, I actually love to do that sometimes. It's just at home, mm-hmm. put on, you know, my favorite teacher on the, on the, TV and 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 go for it. It's it's great. When you're doing, <laughs> it's a lot of people's way in. Jackie and Joe, I don't know if you know um, Justin. You know, Yoga Loft is right um, right kind of just down from Shellback. It faces the ocean and the beach and the pier. So the views mm-hmm. from these mm-hmm. beautiful windows in Yoga Loft in the studio, um, you are looking out at you know mm-hmm. the at the ocean. It's it's yeah. a, an extraordinary place for for many many reasons, and I think the healing you know that goes on in there um, mm-hmm. is uh, amplified. Also, obviously, with the totally. talent of Justin and his instructors, wow. but with that view too, um, without a doubt, makes all yeah, the difference. We are, Absolutely, we're so lucky. Yeah, we're so lucky because it's the view is. It, 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 the yoga is so good, but then we have the addition of like you know if you take a class during sunset, it's it's. It's almost like uh, it, it's another world. It's like a whole other experience. <laughs> it's amazing. And, and we, yeah, mm-hmm. I can, you know, something that, that would be amazing because we do get some incredible, most of the time we have incredible sunsets here. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been over, yeah. Justin? 
Well, the studio itself has been around, I want to say 14 years, about 14 years. Um, And uh, I'm the third, I'm the third owner of the studio. It was started by uh, Genevieve Pujolet. She was the original owner and it was actually a loft. I believe it was up on Manhattan Beach Boulevard in an actual loft. Um, and then I took over ownership from Susie Neese um, back last year, actually. So we've been, we've been here doing this for a year. So, yeah. Oh, so you're, you're a newbie to the South. You've been a newbie. To, you're a newbie to the South Bay. I'm a, I'm a newbie to the South Bay, and and I but I feel like I've been here forever. I love it. It's, it's like when I first came, I first started teaching at Yoga Loft before I owned it. First started teaching there, and I came home, and I said, oh, my God, I found my people. <laughs> I just felt so at home. And, and like, the students and, and our community, is just, it, this is an incredible community. And, and I think for, you know, my husband and I, we, we were in New York kind of doing the grind for 13 years and in, in different, you know, in different ways, and we were just craving a community. And it was like, oh, my gosh, we found it. You know, we found this incredible community here, and it's, it's definitely home for sure. <laughs> well, well, and I have to chime in because um, I think you guys have owned it for a little over a year, and, uh, Yoga Loft has uh, has had a huge following for for years and years and years. Uh, there's always mm-hmm. new people that go in there, but um, I, and I know this is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. I keep mentioning it, but um, Justin <laughs> and Yoga Loft were a Best in Manhattan winner last October. Um, oh. That probably, probably won't stop talking about Best in Manhattan until the next Best in Manhattan. But I love um, it. They are, you know, they were. Yoga Loft isn't new to the community, but Justin and his partner were, and the whole kit and caboodle was nominated and uh, and actually won. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. Healthy Living. Justin, am I correct on that? Healthy, the Healthy Living, living yep. Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, we were. We were. We, that was. It was such an honor, and we were. We were so surprised. <laughs> We, we did not expect, you know, we, we did not expect to win. So it, it, it was a huge, huge, huge honor. Um, and we're going to, we're just going to probably wow. keep saying that we're the best of Manhattan Beach healthy living for as long as we can. Yeah. Great. Oh, I have to, I have to <laughs> warn you, Justin, I, I have to warn you that, that, uh, you know, once you move to the South Bay um, and, and you live in the South Bay and you have the honor of working in the South Bay, you're never going to want to leave the bubble. Right. I'm just saying, I'm just uh, telling you, you're, right. you're, you're, fair, you're fairly new that you're going to find excuses not to yep. get on that freeway because everything you have oh. is here. And when you're, when you're lucky yep. enough to work in the South Bay, uh, life just exponentially gets yep. better and better. I, and I, I'm, not, I'm I, not lying. So that's already me. I, I, I yeah. avoid anything outside of the South Bay as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the best bubble to live in. It's the best you're, bubble. You're, you're, it's the best you're, bubble. You're, you're, you're officially a local. Well, listen, Joe, let's do that uh, station break. And when we come back, we're going to sure. go in a little different sure. direction, okay? Cool. Come breathe. Namaste. Come breathe with <laughs> us. Come breathe with us uh, at the South Bay Show every Thursday and Friday. You can breathe with us every morning, Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. Uh, South Bay Spotlight on Thursday. We feature all the best of the South Bay from El Segundo to Palos Verdes and uh, east to Torrance. Um, 
all the cities in between. And then, of course, on Friday, we feature uh, the best of the South Bay with, with a special focus on the Manhattan Beach Chamber uh, and Manhattan Beach Chamber members. And, and so please join us. And, of course, if you can't join us, and we know that sometimes you can't join us at 8 a.m. on Thursdays and Friday mornings, just say, um, you know, Alexa, uh, play the South Bay show, or Google Home, play the South Bay show, or, you know, uh, Siri, play the South Bay show. We're always with you. We are always listening. <laughs> there goes my phone again. Um, okay, yeah, I, so thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. I, I, and Jack? I turned my phone off because every time you say, if I say, I'm not going to say the name who shall not be named because when I say it, my phone starts playing the South Bay Show podcast. Right. So, uh, yeah, so we, we right, try not right, to say the right. S-I-R-I name. So, um, all right, so listen. Um, okay, Justin, I wanted to ask you, how you got involved with, I mean, Google, the World Spine Organization, the Prison Project. How, mm-hmm. how does that happen? <clears throat> well, it's it's all it, it, it's all about who you know, right? And it's about the, the 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 connections that you make. And I I was lucky. I did my my first yoga teacher training um, with a really reputable um, teacher training school called Three Sisters Yoga in um, New York City, and it's a huge network of people and um, it's through that really that I got involved um, with, with all of those organizations. It's, you know, it's like anything, it's networking. It's somebody saying, um, Hey, there's a teaching gig at Google that's, that's available. Would you like to do it? Or I'm working with the world spine organization um, and we'd love to have you do a training and then help teach, you know, with us. And um, I think out of all of that, though, the prison, the prison thing was probably one of the most um, life-changing experiences Mm -hmm. for me as a teacher. You know, I got involved in that just because I was looking for service. I was looking for a way to give back. And the opportunity came to me. Somebody said, would you be interested in teaching in prison? And I said, sure. Well, it was Rikers prison of all places. Oh my gosh. I was going to say that. I was going to say not Rikers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I had, you know, so so it was that was that was a, an incredible experience because for me as a teacher, uh, you know, I had no idea what I was stepping into. You know, I had a drove there, I had to go through, you know, three points of security just just to get in, and you know, it would take two hours for me just to even get back mm-hmm. into the cell with the inmates who I was teaching, and I, you know, I, I had prepared a class, you know, I was really organized and. As soon as we started, you know, it was like clear, okay, I'm throwing all of my plans away oh <laughs> because the attention span of these guys is, is, is so short, you know, but it, it was actually, it was really, um, it was really interesting and, and informative and wonderful for me to, to have that experience, um, to step completely mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I would to, say so. Bring, bring yoga to these guys, you know, to these, these men who were in Rikers prison. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really incredible. So yeah, I mean, all of these experiences and, and everything that comes, comes through really just networking and word of mouth and, and, and all of the connections the, the yoga world is, it's pretty big, but it's also small, right? There's a lot of, 
uh, of people who know each other, and you'd be surprised, like the the, the East Coast meets the West Coast connections. It's it's really fascinating. So, uh, well, Justin, I want a little more of a visual of how that moment <laughs> went down. Um, when, <laughs> Where the, where the inmates already in the room, the yoga room, you know, that you did the lesson in, or were you there and they walked mm-hmm. in? I want a little more detail of, like, yeah. the face. Yeah. Have they ever felt yeah. it before? <laughs> yeah. You know, give, well, come on. Give the us a dramatic detail. moment. The dramatic yeah. moment. Yeah. Well, so it, it's interesting. So, I mean, first of all, I mean, I had to – just sitting there, I had to be escorted back to the cell. So that took that took an hour. I had to wait for an escort, and you go back. And I mean, I'm like this this you know white guy from Ohio who's lived in New York, and I'm in this <laughs> prison, and I'm like, oh my god, what did I walk into? It, it actually felt like I was in a school. It 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 felt very much like I was in like elementary school. Like it had that smell. It it, it had that feel to it. But you go back, and you're you literally they you're in their area it's like they're sort of their living room area basically and there's a guard who is like mm-hmm. behind a, an enclosed um, sort of cage area and all of a sudden the guys start trickling in and at first I thought is nobody coming but then this one guy starts coming and then five guys and then ten guys come and I'm right there with them you know they're right there we're in their living quarters there's a tv going there's you know, little tables where they sit and eat. And then, and then there's a toilet <laughs> right out in the middle of the room. And, <laughs> and oh, so, my. you know, and, and yeah, so, and I get them, you know, I, I have to get their attention and they, they see this, you know, they see me and they're like, Oh, who's this person, you know, but they were, they were really well behaved and they loved it. And you know, the first thing I did was let's breathe. And, you know, they, they're, they're breathing and they, sort of start to slow down and then they want to do all of the crazy stuff. They want to go upside down. They want to do handstands. <laughs> they want to do headstands. They want, you know, and I said, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll just all work with them on this because it's how I can get their attention. So yeah, it, it, it's uh, fascinating. <laughs> I love that. You know, did you do it more you know, than once? What'd you say? Did you do it more than once? Was it a one-time affair? Oh, yeah. Or did you no, I, would, I went um, uh, for a while. I was going, actually, like once, once every two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, know, ju- you know, Justin, Justin, I, I have your headshot. You're much too good-looking to be doing that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> to, be, to be going to Rikers Island. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, that's fascinating, Uh putting yourself in that situation uh, and yet coming out of it with a, a, a positive uh, result for, but for both, for you and, and the inmates, the inmates. So, so my much God, we're so. Rikers Island. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So much so, you know, and that's, I think that that's really, I think that's why a lot of yoga, te- a lot of yoga teachers become teachers is to, because we want to give back, you know, we, we, we want to give back in some way. And, and uh, we have the opportunity through, through yoga, you know, to, to be able to do that. And one of the first things um, that I actually did when I first started teaching was um, I was asked if I would volunteer at a bereavement camp. So there's a bereavement camp hmm. um, for parents parents and children. And so children are on one side of the camp and then the parents are on the other side. And it's really for a loss of another parent, a loss of a sibling. And I was on the parent side 
and teaching, you know, three or four yoga classes a day for, you know, four days. And that was, that was one of my first teaching gigs. And it was, it was incredible um, to be able to give back to these people who are, you know, grieving and broken and, and, you know, in pain. And so I think that's why, you know, a lot of yoga teachers get into teaching is to try to make an impact, to try to make a change, you know, not just to to do these crazy poses. Yeah. Yeah. And and can you, can you juxtapose, gosh, it's not coming out of my mouth, right? Compare, (laughs) compare your, juxtapose, thank you. Compare your experience at Rikers to when you worked with Google. Because I got to that's a completely different scene. Oh, totally different. I mean, yeah, I mean, Google is like, you're, you're super structured. It, it, it's basically like teaching a class at the yoga loft. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, you, you go in and, and it's these incredible facilities and, and you're just like, oh my God, and these people are, they're coming in and you have a formal class. I mean, it's like a real class. You pull up the mat, you go mm-hmm. through an hour and everybody's focused and, you know, everybody's like in tune and, and, and there's no, distractions basically there's no tvs there, there's no toilet mm-hmm. in the middle of the room there's no toilet it's very different but yeah but you you know but again it, it's interesting because you're 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 doing the same thing you're trying to get people to breathe you're trying to get people to relax or to move or to use their bodies you know and people are stressed out at google just as much as you know it's just a different kind of stress you know um so mm-hmm. that's it was a, it was an interesting juxtaposition, you know. But I see that even in the studio setting, from class to class, you it's it can be very different, you know. You have a heavy, you know, sort of flow class where you're moving quickly, and and it's a whole different group of people compared to a slower class where it's, you know, maybe uh, more injured people or an, an an older crew who wants to move really slow, and so it's different needs, and you have to just be able to gauge that you know, all the time and read the room, as they say. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is everybody, Joe, Kelly, are you sitting up straight? Are you breathing through your (laughs) diaphragm? Everybody's shoulders are back. Your your head is up. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in the the lotus pose at the moment. Um, So, so, you know, what you told us about, uh, having the sunset, doing sunset yoga. I, you know, I love mm-hmm. that. My, my only experience with that is, uh, uh, Terraneo resort, uh, does, a, mm. um, they, well, they have one big annual event, but they also do full moon yoga, uh, which I've done, oh, that's cool. which is very, uh-huh. very interesting. But, but it, you know, there's so many yoga studios. There's so many people practicing yoga. Yeah. I know people that have yoga studios in their home. You know, yeah. with, you know, like like an actual space that is, you know, just for that. Mm-hmm. Now, love yoga, love yoga, but I want to get to mindfulness mm-hmm. because mindfulness mm-hmm. is a super hot topic right now. Beach Cities yeah. uh, offers mindfulness like uh, every Wednesday or something. You know, everybody's offering. Tell us exactly what mindfulness is, please. Yeah. Well, again, it's the same thing like the definition of yoga. You're going to get all kinds of different answers. But to me, mindfulness is really just being becoming aware of what's happening in your mind, becoming aware of it. It's breathing, 
right? And noticing what's going on in the mind. Because if you, if you, if you actually stop to notice what's happening in your mind, we are creating <clears throat> most of our stress. We're creating most of our anxiety. We're creating most of the drama in our lives, right? And we, part of it is that we're just not even aware. We're not even aware of how our mind works. And so mindfulness is I'm, I'm slowing down enough that I'm noticing what's happening in my mind. And then I am putting myself in the driver's seat, right, by just simply noticing, just noticing the thoughts, right? I am not my thoughts. I'm not these thoughts. I'm separating myself from what we call the monkey mind, right, this active crazy mind that that goes, 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 goes. And it's just taking the time uh, and to bring the awareness to that and to notice what's happening. And so I, you know, I always, every class of mine, I always start focus on your breath, just watch yourself breathing. And that is like the hardest thing for people to do. It's the most basic thing is just try to sit for five minutes and watch yourself breathe. You can call it meditation. You can call it prayer. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but just watch yourself breathe. And then the very act of simply watching yourself breathe, you notice how busy the mind is. Because all of a sudden you're, you know, thinking about dinner or you're thinking about something that happened 10 years ago or, you know, whatever. And um, that's really, that's really mindfulness is, is bringing the awareness to the mind. I, well, I have was, was going to ask what the difference was between meditation and mindfulness. So that, all right, you explained it. Um, <laughs> yeah. did, did you, Justin, in your, uh, that was a wonderful, I actually, got relaxed as you gave that definition. You, you, you fell right into your mouth. Hmm. I, 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 did you guys notice that? I mean, I, you fell right into, okay, you breathe and you this. Um, did you say monkey mind, as in chimpanzee monkey and monkey and gorilla? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, I suffer from serious monkey mind. I I eat bananas, which might cause it. I think, although bananas are supposed to come <laughs> down, I heard. But... <laughs> I, <laughs> I've never heard that term, and I love it because I'm a serious monkey mind, and yeah, I, we all are. I, I need to work on. I need to work on that. But it's yeah, you know, the yeah. very first time someone told told me to meditate. Actually, um, mm-hmm. I was like, "What? I have to sit and like focus? Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't do that." And they're like, "Well, lay yeah. flat on the ground and like breathe through your belly button, like that whole exercise of concentrating uh-huh. on your stomach and the breath and the belly button, you know." So I actually, get, when I really get out of whack and my monkey is going, going bananas, um, you yep. know, I really try to you know, breathe through my stomach. For me, that works. But that's a very yes. difficult thing to do the first time, let alone the second or third or fourth time, is to train is yourself. So it's so easy. Your mind just flies in different directions, yeah. which is, I guess, monkeys fly in different directions through the jungle. So it's perfect. I love that term. Yeah. I need a shirt, <laughs> like monkey mind. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's and it, it's really it's challenging. It's hard, and mm-hmm. it's you know it's hard for everybody has the monkey mind. And you know, I try to meditate daily, and it is uh, you know I'll be completely honest. It's it's a struggle daily, even for me who's been practicing for so long. It's a struggle for me to sit still and and to to just you know to breathe or to meditate is is really. You know, it's challenging for most people, but when, when you do it, just like anything else, if you make a commitment to yourself to do something and you follow through with it, you feel so much better <laughs> afterwards. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's a struggle for everybody. 
It's a struggle for everybody. It's it's okay, kind of a human good. human struggle. Yeah. Well, it's a primate struggle, clearly. It's uh, a primate struggle. <laughs> um, for sure. Question for you. How do you feel about all the apps that are available to us um, for breathing and meditation? Like I know mm-hmm. there's Headspace, there's Calm. I actually yeah. have Headspace on my phone. Yeah. And I set the reminder for whatever, you know, 6 a.m. every morning. Mm-hmm. And um, I clearly haven't done it in a long time because I got a reminder about a week ago going, do you still want us to remind you? <laughs> uh, <but laughs> yeah, I love them. I think apps? I think they're great. I think that as long as we use them, right, and we don't just download them, I think that they're – I have several that I've never even, you know, actually consistently used, to be honest. But I think they're great. Mm-hmm. I think that they're great tools. Um, for people, I, there's a couple of apps that I, that I use and it's, it holds, it sort of holds you accountable. Like you set the timer, right. For yourself or the reminder, it can hold you accountable, even if you're not doing it to just remember, okay, I need to, I I need to be doing this. Um, I I think they're great. I think the apps are, are incredible. It's, it's bringing, uh, mindfulness, um, to a whole generation of people that need it, particularly, Mm -hmm. you, you know, younger people who are, uh, you know, now constantly on their cell phones, constantly on their cell phones, constantly connected. Like we're so connected, which is good, but we we don't have the chance to disconnect ever. And so that's why these practices like meditation or mindfulness are so important because, um, you know, we're we're learning that being constantly connected is putting everybody into this, what we call the fight or flight response in the body, which means um, when I wake up in the morning, if I have a job and I'm looking at my email before I even get out of bed and I'm seeing an email and it triggers this anxiety, it's triggering this fight or flight response that we all have genetically built in us from way back when, right? When we were hunters and gatherers and we had to run if we were being chased by a lion or a tiger we got this fight or flight response that, you know, increased our heart rate, stopped digestion so that we could run and we could survive. The problem is, is now we still have that in our genetics and we're so connected that when we see something, we get triggered so easily and we're not allowing ourselves to disconnect, to slow down and to get out of that fight or flight response. Right. And so um, those apps are powerful, I think, now, as long as people use them, um, because it's, it's, it's just another tool to help us in this, this modern day and age. I sound, like an, I sound like my grandmother saying that, but in this modern day and age, like, I remember no, when got- I was a kid, we didn't have cell phones. You know, when I was a kid, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have, you know, that we were completely able to turn things off. And now, you know, the struggle is that we're not able to really fully do that unless we make it a conscious choice. So I think that, you know, super helpful. Justin, you're right on the the old school. You're absolutely right because it's funny. There's a commercial running. I think it's Ellen DeGeneres. It might be a, it's for, I think it's for Spectrum. She's a spokesperson now for Spectrum. And there's a commercial where she talks about, you know, we used to do one thing at a time. Now we're doing well multitasking. We'll do many things at, yes. at, all at once, <laughs> you know. And and you no, know, yep. it's no, it's funny because I I am old school. I do one thing at a time, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm also super organized. So you know, I have my days planned out, and I have to do this and this and this. And I never overlap things. You know, I hate being late for appointments and meetings. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm a I'm a you know, and and I have my 
routine, you know, work routine, you know, personal routines every day. So, so I don't get that. I don't get, I don't get that monkey brain. I mean, I'm sure I've had it. Monkey mind, monkey brain. Yeah. But, but I think it's because I grew up maybe in a different time. Uh, you know, when I'm I doing something, so. I'm focused. I'm focused on doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing 15 things at once. You know, I have this poker game tomorrow. That's all I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> I am focused on that yeah. poker game. You know, yeah. so I, I think that yep. I think I think you hit on it. I think you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. I think everybody is. We're, we're so overconnected. People are just doing too much at once, and everybody needs to slow down and figure it out, and maybe maybe totally. get a little bit more organized, right? Totally, totally. I find organ, organization sets us free, right? I, in my own life, I, I try my, I try so hard to be organized because it's like if I'm organized, then I can be free to play. You know, I can, right. I can be free to be in, in the moment. If I'm not organized and I'm all over the place and I've got, you know, the news ticker going, essentially is, you know, like what we, what we say, like the, the, you know, the news ticker tape that runs while the news is playing. Like we have that right, right. in our mind. And, you know, with all the emails and texts and everything coming at you, like we have this constantly in our mind. And so if we're organized, then we can focus on one thing at a time. And, yeah, I think it's, if we could all do that, <laughs> if I could do that more consistently, and when I am able to do it, it's, it's a beautiful thing to, to just what? do one just, thing, and that's your focus. Just imagine, just imagine how well do you think you'd play poker with your phone on, Right. Exactly. You know, it's with it, not just poker. You're out to play a round of golf, you know, and, yes. and your phone's constantly bubbing. It, it doesn't work. You know, you have to turn it, it off work. and say, this is, this is what I'm doing now, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. This is all good. This is wow. all good. Wow. <laughs> Justin, do you have any classes, any retreats, any special programs coming up i know now that it's february january um i mm-hmm. think do you guys did you do the 30-day challenge this year um i should yeah we, answer that. We, we're in the middle we're actually we're almost to the end of our 30-day challenge um you know just to kind of kick start the new year um but we 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 always run uh new student specials which is which is a really good deal we uh one week unlimited yoga for 35 dollars or one month unlimited yoga for 75 dollars Wow, um, and I always recommend you know new people to the studio to to do one of those and and try all the classes, try as many classes as you can, try all the teachers and and sort of get a feel for the schedule um and and then you know you can join us regularly you know once once you get a feel for our schedule we have um variety of classes we do uh, we do a lot of vinyasa, which vinyasa is a flow. Meaning it moves. You, you you're probably going to sweat, <clears throat> um, but you're going to breathe. You're going to it's going to start slow, and you're going to breathe, and then it's going to move a little bit faster, and then it's always going to end in the best pose, which is we call it shavasana, which is corpse pose, um, where you just basically lay there and take a little nap yeah. for five minutes. You know, at the end of class, and it's the best part. Um, but we have those classes. We have restorative yoga, which is super popular now restorative and and yin yoga which are slow practices where you hold poses you don't hold like handstand or headstand these are these are poses where you're on your back and they're meant specifically to down regulate the nervous system so all of this fight or flight all of this distraction that we have from 
being so connected, these practices help us to actually move out of that fight or flight and find calm, find Zen and, and, and like get our metabolism moving at a regular rate again. And, um, so we have, we have restorative, we have yin, we have vinyasa, we, we do special events, um, Valentine's day. I'm actually doing, um, for the single folks who may not have plans, um, I'm doing a restorative and live music class with, um, CBD and Reiki, which we talked about. Um, that's on Valentine's evening. Um, then that Saturday, two of our teachers who are gorgeous human beings, first of all, are doing a couples Thai massage um, events where they're for couples can come in and these two will um, teach everybody how to give Thai massage and they'll be doing some trades and, and it's going to be great fun. <laughs> oh, wow, and I am actually doing, we are actually doing a retreat. We're going to Peru. Um, we're going to Sacred Valley, Peru in May, May 2nd through the 9th. Um, there's, uh, two folks who I collaborate with and we do sound baths and Reiki and yoga. And we're going to this four star retreat center in Peru. We're going to hike Machu Picchu. We're going to do all the, you know, all the good things. And, um, so I'm super excited about that. Wow. That sounds Mm -hmm. like fun. That sounds, that sounds amazing. Gosh, we've learned so much today. This is fantastic. But our hour is uh, is almost up. We gotta we gotta wrap things up. So, Justin, give us uh, contact info. Give us website. Give us your physical address. Yeah. So our website is www.yogaloftmb.com, and our address is one 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 two Ocean Drive, um, right next to Shellback, which a lot of people will know where that is. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram, where we have all of our events. We're constantly updating it. Our Instagram name is at yogaloftmb. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the address, easy too. 1112 Ocean. Yeah. It's like 1112 Ocean. That's great. And we, yeah. And, yeah. We, and, we, and we all have our shellback stories, which we won't go into now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joe, do you, do you want to take us home, Joe? Well, uh, Justin Randolph, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, Just one more example, ladies and gentlemen, of the best that Manhattan has to offer. And as uh, we like to say, the best of Manhattan is the bomb, B-O-M, the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, that's our thought? show for, uh, today. <laughs> what? What? No, I was just, just going to say, who would have thought we would have a conversation about yoga and end up talking about Rikers Island? Oh, I never <laughs> know where the show will go. <laughs> right, right, right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Have a fantastic weekend. And uh, when you're available or when your friends are available, just say, Siri, play the South Bay show. Thank you. Bye-bye.